everybody. Welcome to a special edition new episode of the podcast. You guys thought I forgot to, got about you on Friday, but this is coming out late Friday night, and uh, we're doing a little roundtable today. Uh, George T's in the studio. George, what up? What up? And then also from the East Coast, representing the East Coast, Tori Alonzo. Tori, what's happening, buddy? Holla. What's going on, guys? Living it, living it. So we're down here. Uh, it's hot as the surface of the sun here in Vegas. Oh, my goodness. I've been super slammed at work, haven't had uh, any time to sit down, cut stuff up, and edit it, and uh, I wanted to get around. We haven't done a roundtable in a little bit, and I'm sure some people are going to appreciate that because we got lots to talk about. Yes, we do. And one of the things that I – so I'm just going to give you guys a quick update on some things that are happening. Um, I actually uh, – one of the things that, that happened just recently I wanted to – take note of was that I got a message the other night from uh, Creighton Mueller's daughter-in-law. So if you'll remember back in the earlier days of the podcast, back in all the way back in 2020, <laughs> I interviewed Creighton Mueller. Creighton Mueller, if you remember, is the guy that built the first Chop Top VW. And uh, she called me and, and I tell you, I almost cried. I'm not going to lie. So she said to me, she said, hey, uh, this is... Uh, uh, I forget, I'm sorry, I forget her name. Matter of fact, it's probably better if I just read read the message that she sent me. She sent me a message telling me how much she really appreciated the podcast. And um, give me two seconds, and I'll pull it up here. I know it's a little bit unprofessional to do this, but uh, you know it was really, really good. And uh, that's she, that's two LTD alumni that are down now. Bruce Myers, yeah, Bruce Meyer and Creighton Miller, and two two guys that have really made some some waves in the scene. You know, and actually very happy their stories got told, you know, by them from yeah, their own mouth. Yeah. And I, and I think that was that was the part that uh, that really that really did it for me. And, and I, I don't have it. Well, hold on. It's on my it's on my uh, uh -oh. let's talk dubs, my business suite. You know, like with with <laughs> with, with everything with Facebook, like you, you log into Facebook and Instagram and, and then the, the the intertwined webs of big media has got everything to where it's like you're all sucked in no matter what. Oh yeah, they and, gotcha. uh, yeah, they gotcha and it's no like I what. get a message, and I'm like, okay, so Cassie Mueller sends me a message, and uh, she says, "Hey, Bill, I want to thank you for interviewing my father-in-law, Crate Mueller, in late 2020. Your focus is on his '55 Beetle that he'd customized. I just had a chance to listen to your podcast and hear the interview, and shared it with my mother-in-law. It was a great gift to us hearing his voice and about his true love of working on cars. Creighton passed away at home on June 11th, and having the opportunity to hear him again is priceless. I appreciate oh. I, I appreciate your patience." in the interview uh and she says i know you appreciate vw's and he will put uh he will be put into the lemay Le car museum in tacoma washington his oldest son awesome. is arranging that and so he will conclude um this 2012 article about the history of the car as well you mentioned coming to the area when you spoke to him and if you're here you know for sure we'd love for you to see the car and i just responded to her and i said man i said i have to tell you that just knowing, you know, I lost my dad in 2005 and, you know, you, when you get your old man and he tells you these these stories you get worn out of hearing of over and over again and you're just like, shut up, I've heard the story, I'm annoyed with you already. Like, yeah. I'd pay a million bucks to hear my dad's stories. Yeah, and, Dude, uh, same, same. Yeah, I lost my mom and it's the same way, you know, she used to talk about, she actually, um, it was kind of a cool story, her and her, and her best friend out of high school had bought brand new 65 Mustang Fastbacks and they drove Route 66 from Chicago to L.A., and they ended up moving to Reseda for a while, just, you know, out of high school, just to go, yeah. you know, single. And, you know, 
I wish I wish to God I could like ask her more questions about that now. So, you know, like, yeah. oh, where were you at? And, you know, on Route 66, did you stop anywhere? Like, because I'm fascinated with that stuff now. But, you know, you always take that for granted when you can do that until you can't anymore. So, yeah. yeah. And, you know, so I'm going to start recording this real quick. I'm, uh, <clears throat> so part of that was like I started thinking about that and I thought, you know, I'm one of the one of my favorite things that I do and because of the podcast is to a document the history and b for future generations to be able to go back and hear the stories told by the people that actually did those things and and Creighton Mueller you know I I said I'd love to see that car down at the Grand National Roadster show and I thought to myself like man I've got to reach out to the to the son and ask them to bring that car down because it would be so important as far as part of the scene because you know you're talking about a guy who was a real big hot rodder right right and the thing for hot rodders, and your, your, your mic just got super hot. Um, and the thing with hot rodders is they're always trying to do something different and be a little a little unique. And it's like he went way out of bounds and grabbed a Vol- Volkswagen Beetle. And mm-hmm. being a VW guy, maybe sometimes you never get your full respect, especially when you're trying to kick it with the, the hot rod guys. Absolutely. And so now for that car to be requested to be at the Grand National Roadster Show, which is like the pinnacle of hot rod shows, it kind of comes full circle validating how far ahead of his time he was you know absolutely absolutely and, and did did he know that they wanted it like you hope that he knew that before he passed away no he, he's got that validation he did but i think there was something with the uh something about uh just trying to get it down there and uh you know just the logistics yeah everybody Where are they being, at? they're in oregon pacific pacific northwest so i almost yeah, thought it would be cool if if they weren't able to bring it down, if we somehow could arrange going up there a road trip and bringing that car down there, I just think it'd be, I think it'd be cool for the family to be down there to see it and and to really see the car get the recognition. We talked about it once before on the podcast where I, where I felt like the ad that Burley Burlau did because Burley Burlau actually created the ad that was in the 2012 uh, VW Trends or Hot VW's magazine, and in my opinion. The way it was sold it should have been like a black and white photograph on the cover and it should have said mm-hmm. the first chop top bug ever but it was more mm-hmm. like a this kind of ad that just kind of went under the radar and it wasn't real flashy and and it it, it was a really really pivotal story in the vw customization world but I, I like i had the magazine i don't even remember the article you know because yeah. the way it was titled the way it was put together but i think seeing that card down at the grand national Rose show would be huge you know especially with with everything going on. Well, so the fact it's going into a museum is pretty awesome. So that's. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, good. definitely. And then we also have the passing of Betty Addington. You know, she was uh, Chris Addington's wife. She Get passed out. away. Yeah. And the crazy right after we met uh, Chris and Betty, which they were super, super sweet to me and my wife. Uh, we spent a couple hours with them. And, and, and like, you know how you can tell when a couple's like really in love and like they've been together for a long time. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and yeah. she was as much into cars as he was. And she was just all into it, you know. So, um, I, well, you know, shortly after. Crystal we, Blue Persuasion was her car, right? No, no, that, that was the first version. Of that. Her car was a cashmere, cashmere, which is the yeah, oval. Yeah, cashmere, the oval. Yeah. And that car is still, that car is still super cool today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when I checked it out, I was like, man, this is a, this, it's like, time capsule cool super cool 80s car yeah so um you know she passed away from cancer and that was really quick i mean it was uh shoot it was a year ago when i went there so and that's that's super super bummer man and uh prayers to my boy chris addington and and his family over there and uh, i know they're doing donations if you wanted to, to do a donation to the uh to the bakersfield car club uh association 
and uh, they would be taking donations and making donations in her name. Uh, so I'm trying to, uh, they said to mail it. I, w- I wish they had, we get life so easy. We're just click a button and donate. And yeah. <laughs> they were like mail yeah. a thing in there, but you know, it's crazy. You know, we're the funny part is like all us young guns are all pushing 50. You know what I mean? Like we're, yeah. <laughs> I know, you know, it's funny cause Bob Daniels, Bob, Bob actually, um, came through last night. We met up for dinner and, uh, he was on his way to the good guys show in Columbus. So he had to pass through my area. And so I got to see his oval ragtop. but we, um, we went to dinner last night here in Mercer in Pennsylvania. Yeah. We had the same exact conversation that like, you know, geez, like, we're kind of getting to be, you know, the middle-aged old guys now. And then the guys that we looked up to are at the age where they're starting to pass away. Yeah. Which that that is what makes what you guys are doing so much more important. Because if you don't document this history, it just gets lost. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. I mean, think of all the stories of, like, you know, the car show scene and, and their experiences in the 80s and, you know, Bakersfield that went with Betty, you know, that, yeah. that maybe even Chris may have forgotten about. So it's really sad. Like, I just, you hate to see that happen. And, yeah, we're uh, we're in the age cool range about, where people are yeah. gonna start falling off. Unfortunately, you know, it's just yeah, it's the truth yep. of it. You know, but yep, I, I don't I know agree. where you're at, but I know we're 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 touching fifty. He's close, bro. He's a couple <laughs> I'm, years. I'm 44. Yeah, yeah. I'll, be, yeah. I'll be 45 next January, so I'm I'm not too far behind. You're not far at all. No, bro, it goes yeah. quick. Three years separates us. But I mean, <laughs> you know, like think of like the musicians and stuff that like we looked up to growing up. I mean, those guys are all starting to pass away. I mean, yeah. yeah. Alan, Speaking you know, of musicians, my buddy. Carl Bell, the band Fuel, they're yeah. coming out with a new album. So you remember, oh, Fu- and Fu- Fuel got broken, PA. Like that's the that that's the 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 state that broke him. I guess there was a a big DJ over in in PA that had a station that was like, if you made it to that station, they could break your band, and that's what happened to those guys. And it was it was kind of a trip how I met him. Um, that's so funny. Yeah, I, I met. So there, he's from Tennessee, which okay. is not too far. From where you know that whole south southeast area over there is relatively close together when you're looking at the state of Nevada, which is like 14 states on the east coast. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, I, I met this. It's funny. I, I go to do an estimate for this guy as a referral from a friend of mine, and he lives across the street from my buddy. And I walk in. Matter of fact, he lives in our boy Scott's neighborhood. Scott Moses has been on the show before. My boy with the green double cap. And I, I go in his house and I walk in and I'm looking around and I'm always finding reasons to make conversation, right? And I'm walking in, I see there's like a there's a sunburst uh, Les Paul on the wall. He's got a gold top Whoa. over here. You know what I mean? Whoa. And there's some, some some platinum records on the wall. And I'm looking at him and I keep looking at him like eh, I don't really recognize this guy. You know what I mean? I said, All right, man, I give up. What band were you in? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta ask. And then he's just a, he's such a cool guy, man. And I, I tell you, we probably talked about for a couple for like two hours about music about the music industry and stuff because you know even if you're not in a band and you're super into music like mm-hmm. you, everybody everybody wishes they were a rock star i think that's part of the so uh, did he text you and say i got a new album allure to out? custom cars yeah well we've texted back and forth before so like i i could text him right now and be like hey congratulations no i, I follow him on facebook and so they just got a new singer oh it's um, not the old singer no, I I don't know what's going on with the old singer, but they're doing the whole Hagar. They're no 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 uh, no the, the new the, no the new guy the new guy sounds uh the, the, it sounds like it still sounds like Fuel, um, and it's a long a long sorted story, but uh, you know hey it it's it's a tough the music business is a tough tough deal you know especially as like starting a band with your friends and then like they come in just one quick story he shared with me I said what was it like man when you guys hit it big time because. I don't know, man. It was it was good and it was bad at the same time. He's like, we're on like the first day. As soon as we get signed, our drummer 
rubbing, you know, ruffling feathers with the the A and R guys, and they come in like, you know, we're in the studio, and they're like, "All right, here's your new drummer." <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah, man. like, and there's your boy that you guys been friends with forever, and it's like, you Jeez. you start realizing you sold your soul to the devil to some degree. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. it's a. Uh, it's a tough deal, but I mean, they opened for Metallica. They were they were right there, and that's this is all our generation stuff, right? They, they opened for yep. Metallica. He's got a picture of him ripping the guitar because he he wrote and produced a bunch of the music, like mm-hmm. a lot of it. He's a super talented dude, and not discrediting anybody else, but he's a really like all the songs that they did. He wrote. He's got a picture of him in in, in a stadium in in England somewhere, and it's or in Europe, and it's just like. 30,000 people watching them play and I'm just like bro that's just got to be so crazy but it's got to be like the ultimate rush man oh yeah out there and everyone's singing the the lyrics to a song that you wrote yeah in in 30,000 people well the work and that's the so that's the question I asked myself what's it like to see somebody else singing a song you wrote like does that he's like nah man he's like I just I just put it together and when the whole song comes together to me it's like this great thing because I was like ah it's kind of weird you know like if you don't write the song and everything but he actually put out a a, you can go on Apple iTunes and pull up his country album so he made a country album which is actually a pretty good country album um, that uh, that he put out Carl Bell so you guys look that up but yeah Fuel's coming out with a new a new record so uh, I think that's pretty cool you know but it's it's just whole resurgence and I'm bringing this all back full circle let's hope so I'm bringing it all back full circle the music thing the rock star thing is all part of like I think the hobby to collect cars because driving your car you're a standout people kind of eyeball you you're you're, you're yep. a breakaway from the pack and you're a little bit special in the street and i think that that's how that ties in as well as we're talking about our age and our demographic yep everything in our age statistically they say people uh when they're in their mid 40s to early 50s is when they have the most discretionary income they they buy all the things they want when they were young and those yep. are the things that start to surge up as far as pricing and whatnot goes as, as far as you know from a from a where people are spending money so that's why you're seeing the vw scene go crazy and uh prices are pushing up because the guys that are our age that were into those cars back in the day that would never pay six thousand bucks for for bad raz are like yep. looking to buy it no matter what and and i don't know what and speaking of Bad Raz, I had heard that Bad Raz is still out there somewhere in the guy's garage. I had heard from somebody, it's still in the guy's garage, and somebody's tried to convince him to bring it back out and whatnot, but it's still in the same shape, sitting in the same guy's garage and all that stuff. So I think that's... Uh, I wonder yeah, if that would be another I'm... one like yours to where you get it, and it's not like... It's a cool car. It's awesome. But when you look under a skirt, you're like, ah. I don't know. Bad, ah. bad Raz... Bad Raz was... That, that, that car was pretty baller back in the day. Yeah, it was, it was over the top, like, bro. Yeah, it's a full show build and i think that um jim kikuchi i think is his name or i'm sorry if i mispronounced your last name but he's friends with stanley escalano who owns bad raz and supposedly i i actually tried to buy bad raz and he's like i'll be homeless before i sell that car he's like, really but That's he did cool. confirm that like the motor needed some work and i think one of the axle spines was stripped or the drum was stripped so he's getting all that fixed but he wants to bring it back into the show scene. So awesome. it sounds like it's going to be returning pretty soon. But yeah, that would be a cool car, car to still see looks again. amazing. I mean, it's still pretty much as it was in the 80s. He didn't update it like a lot of people have. Yeah. I mean, th- think about that, right? Think about going to a show and you've got a crate of posters of your own car that you're selling to people. Because I remember yeah. that there were posters yep. for Bad Raz, and yeah. I swear that, I swear, I don't know if I was had it one. Was it Bad Raz or Rad Raz? No, no, no. There was Bad, it was bad, bad. Raz. Yeah. And then yeah. there was, so... Um, the other Raspberry one that I love is uh, Cat's Rag. Yep. That car went to Japan. 
But that looked yep. so much like bad Raz. But Cat's Rag was a 59. It wasn't an oval window. Yep. You know what I mean? So, and I, I'm pretty sure bad Raz is an oval window. I'm pretty certain. Yeah, bad Raz is an oval. Yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, both amazing cars. You know, polished Fuchs. You know, Porsche Raspberry paint, tinted windows. I mean, just awesome cars. Awesome yeah. cars. No, it, it it's uh, it's. I remember the poster was like a studio shoot with that yeah. car with the model, and I think he was selling it and had the model there signing stuff. I, I have I have pictures in one of my photo albums somewhere of of either my photo album or somebody took pictures of the model signing stuff with the car there because it was just like, whoa, man, that car is here and that car is like over the top, you know? It's, yeah. It, and then here's the girl signing autographs yeah, yeah. on the poster of the car that you're looking at right there. Like and that's pretty rad. So. <laughs> I, all that stuff is all that stuff is is really on fire right now because everybody our age is now at a point in their life where they're like, you know what, I'm going to get the stuff that I want. I'm going to spend the money. I'm going to buy the bus. I'm going to get the whatever. Yeah. Speaking of buying and selling stuff, this week somebody called me, hit me up, and was trying to buy a double cab um, from a, a mutual friend of ours. And then he's like, hey, I saw a friend of yours has a double cab. I'm a buyer. I told him I'll take it full price. Let's do this. And then – Sometimes when you get called out on your sale, you get a little cold feet like, oh, maybe I don't want to sell it. Especially if it happens too quick. You're like, oh, I probably should ask for more. And I guarantee yeah, that's what the exactly. thought is. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. I've all, I think we've all been there for sure. Yeah. Well, and, this, and so this friend of ours does a group text to me and George. I don't know if you ever saw the group. That's on Facebook. I, I saw it, but I, I caught it after the fact. So after he sent, he sent me the personal message about trying to get my BBS wheels off me, I said, oh, yeah, you're yeah. crazy. So, I, so we're talking to this guy, and I said, bro, you could buy the you could buy the carbon cab. You know, carbon yeah. cab's for sale. And it's not yeah. for sale, but I thought, oh. Everything's okay. got a price, brother. He's like, got to have a double cab. So we started talking, and he's like, man, if I showed up with X amount of dollars at your door, would you sell it? I said, probably, you know, another 5000 bucks, I'd probably sell it. And then he was like, no, I'm serious. I want to talk about it. Let's go. You're going to sell that car, whatever, whatever. I'm like, uh. Eh. Yeah, you know, like, and that's the funny part. Like, I was thinking, I love the crew cab. There's some things about it that I would change to make it my, like, favorite car to drive. Mm -hmm. There's a couple mm -hmm. things, that, and George and I discussed a couple things that annoyed me about it. Not annoyed me, but just, like, the Bull Run bus is like an old glove. You know what I mean? The, it's, it's a later model, thinner yep. seat, sits lower, more yep. weight. Drink up, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, drink up, guys. I said Bull Run. Uh, and so, you know, it's one of those things where it, it's more comfortable, and then I thought, you know, every time now and again you look around your garage, I'm like, man, I got a lot of cars, and I'd really like to go down a different path. Like, I'd love to build a nice big Type Four for the for the square. I'm all on board with you thinning the herd, but that's not one I'd thin out of the herd. I'd keep that. Yeah, one. see, I'm that, so that's what I'm wrestling with right now. Yeah. So we we started talking today. They ain't and, making double cabs again. And so, and then, so what I want to talk about is like when you build a car, and I build, so I build cars. When I start with a like a car I want to build, I have a vision in my head and I want it to look like this. And it's and every, we all get inspiration from different things. And and George, because my brother knows me and he knows that I love like Porsches and stuff like this, so a lot of my inspiration comes from like high speed Porsche yeah, cars race, like that. Race. And yeah. I try to blend like do the oxymoron blend of like the German look and whatever I do. Even the even totally. the my original bus, I won't mention the name. My original bus had, you know, 17s with the, all that stuff and on there. Twists. And then yeah, the exactly. next car was like the next level of that bigger motor, bigger brakes, but all the same stuff, right? So, mm -hmm. um, and then we start talking. He's like, hey, no disrespect, but do you have any different wheels for it? I'm not a big fan of those wheels. And then I take the headlights off and I, I would put glass headlights on there. And then I'm like, yeah, no big deal. Cause I'm thinking like, oh, you know, if I sold the car and, you know, whatever. Everybody wants to make it their own, even when they buy someone else's car. So you got to, right. unless you're buying yeah. like, like the Chopra 
out there like it's a piece yeah. of history you're not going to change it but if you're buying right. a car i don't care how clean that car is you're gonna, you have to put your own touch on it you have to so, yeah, some people definitely. some people are okay with doing it, and some people just like it just the way it is, you know. And I think it depends on the card. And sometimes, you know, when I sold the gear, the guy that bought the gear said to me, he says, "Well, you know, the pro- I got to do something different on this car and change it up because you know it's always going to be like your car." And I'm like, "Well, you know," and, but to some degree, it depends on how much personality the guy has that has that car yeah. and what kind of waves it made. Whether yeah. they'll always like, oh, because that was the challenge growing up, you know, when we had friends that bought another friend's car and, and it was like, shout out to Sean McClellan and Chris Clark. Chris Clark. Hey, you got Chris's car till the day that Sean sold it and they said, oh, you got Sean's car. Yeah. So that's the funny part. It's like our, our buddy Chris Clark, who's been on the podcast, Chris Clark's Customs. You guys can check him out. He's, he's, a, he's a great artist and shout out to Chris, podcast alumni, one of my Vegas homies, OG, growing up here. But Chris had mad sick style, and he had his own style. He was into mm-hmm. like the vintage look before it was a thing, but more mm-hmm. kind of vintage resto vintage custom street rod. I'd say like more yeah. of that, more the hot rod appeal coming into the but BW. He had that bug. I don't know if, was that bug ever featured. I don't think it was ever no. featured. Should've it was been. like yeah, it was like a it was like a a silver. It was like a it was like a, a it was two Chrysler colors, a green and a blue. Yeah, green and blue two tone done very full well. Full wow. skirts. Uh, white walls with five twenties. Reproduction skirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, white wall. So. White wall with five twenties. Um, and five sixties. Five sixties, whatever. And it had 520s like twenties low rider. He had like the eyebrows on the tail mm-hmm. lights on the on the snowflakes. I mean, he had a lot of cool custom touches. And uh, when our boy Sean bought that car, it was always like, oh, bro, you, it's Chris's car. Chris's car, because Chris, you know, everybody. It was just such a standout of a car. And even though Sean and I completely redid the upholstery in it, right. a whole 100% different stereo system, all that stuff in it, we redid the motor, but we never did anything with the exterior of the car. So it always was Chris's car. Like if you don't change Chris, something yeah, that car, they see, no what. it's always that guy's car. Yeah. Until you sell <laughs> yeah. it, then it's your car. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's what George is saying. As soon as Sean sold it, everybody was like, oh, you got Sean's old car because then it became Sean's old car. <laughs> And so, so, so that's 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 one thing that that I can say is when I got Sean's old bug. So Sean's old bug to to get everybody to know Let's who go right Sean back is. Full circle. To get everybody, everybody know who Sean is. Sean had the red and black bug that was on the cover of VW Trends in 1995, cruising through Red Rock Canyon. I think it said Desert Rag or something like yeah, that. Like Desert. it was a shot. It was actually a driving shot on the cover of oh, the I'm, car. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, red yeah. and black, over accessorized, like crazy amount of accessories. Yep. Well, it was like, a, like a Filipino yeah. shopping cart, bro. That thing had yeah. everything on it, bro. Yes. Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. And that's the black car that I owned. No way. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's crazy. My whole mission when I got that car was like, it wasn't even like it. I, the reason I saved that car is he was my buddy and he was selling on the Samba and he was asking a fair price for it. But, but we all know bugs do not sell. Yeah, they just don't have that power. Bugs don't pull. They he don't. was asking $25,000 for a car that he had $30,000 into in the 90s yeah. doing it. Because wow. Sean would. And every accessory on that thing is real. They weren't wow. reproductions. I think he had one reproduction the tack, the speedwell tack in the middle yeah. on, the, on the grill. That was the only reproduction part of that car. Everything else was all original. Yeah. Like the guy wow. spent years finding this stuff. So because he was selling it, I was just like, man. And he bought a house. And so I called him. We did some trade out work. And <clears throat> mm-hmm. I did his floors, his granite, and all kinds of stuff. Took the car. O- only because my, my attitude was like, let's keep this thing in the family. Let's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Yeah, it, yeah. It just hate, I just hate to see how much stuff you put into it, and for it just to get whatever. So the cool yeah. part was I got that car. I had a vision, 
I had a brother who had a shop. So I was like, yeah. George, we need to do this up. And I was kind of cruising it kind of fugly wise with like mm-hmm. the reproduction 17 inch oh. fukes. They were ugly, bro. Oh. 15 <laughs> so sevens bad. all the way around with the square notches. Those there, are the there same were the ones. black and silver ones that they don't do any machine oh, work gosh, to it bro. where they have the lips and the edges on. Oh, yeah, they were so, so nasty. Dude. Horrible, so dude. nasty. And, <laughs> and that, that, those were the wheels that were sent to Pip. Pip had them all machined, narrowed the fronts, polished them, welded Reed, the hearts on them, welded the hearts, the whole nine, dude. Pip, and I, I think it cost me like close to. I think it was twelve. Just it was twelve hundred bucks yeah. to send the wheels out, but get them wow. cut, narrowed, polished, detailed, rounded all the scopes, spokes, all that stuff. And what triggered all that? Like I was like, ah, eh, it was a running driving thirty sixer, and I'm like, you know what? We'll just keep it cruising, whatever. And mm-hmm. then I ended up the brake line popped on it when I was driving and I freaking mm-hmm. shot between two cars to not rear end this guy. And I, and I scraped the fender shot out to Haggerty who should sponsor the podcast, by the way, shot out to Haggerty. And, uh, well, I, I, I hit the fender knocked off like an $1,800 accessory spotlight mirror. Oh, the hella spotlight mirror and, was gone. Oh, that broke my heart. Some other stuff. And then, Haggerty like stepped up, popped out a check. I took it to a place to get a, a quote, popped out a check. And so when I was getting repainted, I was like, you know, let's get rid of the red two-tone on the side. Mm-hmm. Let's just do it all black. And then yeah. that became the motivation to go phase two on it, which then became, you know, like like the... That's the, when we blacked everything oh, out. Oh, yeah, like, bro. It looks so gangster. Red, I, I actually really like the red, the red fender, fender beading in it, uh, which I thought mm-hmm. I would hate. I actually liked it when it was done because it was just this nice thin red line, which... Yeah, yeah everybody gave sharp. me tons of compliment on that, but... So the moral of the story is you can buy a car that was somebody else's, and if you do the right tasteful things, what's crazy is I think the best compliment I got, I think Sean saw it. Yeah. And what did Sean say when he saw it? Mm-hmm. Well, I think Sean said, bro, that car is so much freaking better than when I had. Like, he, he just, Are you sure? I'm pretty sure, <laughs> wow. bro. I'm pretty That's sure. That's ultimate compliment. I'm yeah. pretty sure Sean was like, bro, that car, dude, you freaking hooked It definitely looked way up, more dude. aggressive. It was oh, yeah, super dude. sick looking, yeah. Yeah, even with a 36er in that thing, dude, it looked like a beast with that, just with the stance and lowered and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, so I bet. You can buy a car and make it your own and then, you know, give it a second lease. And it's hard. I think it's hard to make that jump to where you can make that car. Because in hindsight, you know, I, the car went to another friend and uh, I, I would have kept it if I didn't if I didn't have my split. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a, yeah. there's a split yeah, I supposedly own. But uh, in the works. So this segues right into what we're going to next, right? So you just bought a car. I did just buy a car because you you've been on a hunt for an '80s car for a long time. And you got yeah, a cool you know, one. we were talking about it the other day, Bob and I were, and it it it's been over a year since I started the hunt for you know the quintessential '80s. I wanted a cover car, you know, um, just because. You know, you remember those cars. You remember how old you were when you got the magazine that the car is on the cover of. And, you know, like you with your red chop top. You yeah. Know, I mean, it's, you know, it's just, it does. Well, shout out to you, to you and Bob for that, because that's how that came about, right? Our, we, we wrapped up our podcast. We chatted about it for a minute. And you're like, bro, yeah, Bob's, it's in, crazy. Bob's yeah, connected it's with weird. Jim. And I'm like, within two days, I'm, I'm in negotiations to buy a car. I wasn't even on my radar, but I was like. 
yeah, that was weird how that yeah. worked out because we just happened on that. You know, I think I think we were like talking about, you know, what what would be your car, you know, your pick from the 80s or 90s. And you were like, oh, man, that red chop top. Like Valley BRM. Boys. I just remember that, Valley Boys. Yeah. Valley Boys. That was my jam. And I was like, dude, you know, that car is for sale. And then, you know, hooked you up with Bob or whatever. And then, you know, next thing you know, you're dragging the thing home. It's crazy right. how that worked out. But um, so when when were you specifically looking for this car, this particular no, I wasn't. one? That's. That's kind of what's funny is like, you know, I, I, I went through like probably four or five different cars that I had, you know, kind of gotten serious about and gone down the path and, um, and not, not all of them really worked out, you know, and, and, and you kind of get a little bit of an upset and you get down and you're like, geez, maybe I'm just, you know, not meant to have one of these cars. Well, I know you, I know you called me on one that I just saw for sale today. Did you see it? I did. Yeah. The, the one on Old Bug? Yeah. The, yeah, the Randy stuff. Yeah, yeah, that car was available. Um, and now he's selling another one with it. He's got two. He's got two. They're, one of them's kind of like a fenderless roadster. Yeah, so. And I think well, that was in a magazine as well. So you, we, um, call, we, we, we consulted about the, about the, the convertible because you called yeah, me. We, we talked we about did. it, and, and it, was, it was, it's a chopped suicide. It was the car. It was the car yeah, that covered. Infamous. Yeah, it covered VW Trends and Hot VWs the same month. Mm. And it was out of Colorado. I didn't know the whole thing with the Randy stuff and all that and all that business. But that when I talked to RK and I spoke to Dave Cormack, they said, "Yeah, when that dude did that, he was permanently banished from the magazines." Like, <laughs> yeah, like legit blacklisted. Yeah, and, like and, nope. And that was kind of my worry too. I mean, never mind the fact he's asking way too much for the car. I think I think he told me the best he would do was like thirty two five on it. And if you look at the pictures up close, like it's a badass car. Don't get me wrong, but like. The 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 paint on the back apron. They must have taken the heat shield out from the back side of the apron because all the paints like bubbled up. There's bondo cracking. So I mean, it needs it needs work. It's not yeah. like a you know beautiful perfect show car or whatever by any stretch. Well, um, and, and, and he, would, he wouldn't come off the price at all. And we um, talked about it. And I think the bigger thing that you and I kind of kind of came up on is like it's really not like a car that everybody was like, oh, when that car came out, it was yeah, a game I changer. I can't recall. I That's remember the issue. I can't recall in my head what car it is. Yeah, like, I don't it's know like what it looks a, like. It's I don't a, even know what color it is. It's, it's a raspberry convertible, chopped convertible with no back. I just remember the no back window, and I thought, why would like a guy have no cloth over the back? Too. That was so weird to me. Is yeah. that, you know, in here, he did like interiors, I think. He like specialized in convertibles and interiors, and he didn't put a back window in it. So it's, oh, it's kind of strange. Top. Right. And it was a functioning convertible top. So you'd have to do a really top. small window if you were to do it, yeah. Yeah, functioning convertible top. But still, it was – and that was, I think, the deciding factor because there's like price and notoriety, right? Like they both right. go together and yep. this – which perfectly segues into where, where we're going with, with Future Shock. So yeah, keep going. Exactly. So, keep, well, so, so what's funny – so I'll back up a week before Future Shock. I, and I think I called both you and Bob, and I was like, oh, my God, dude, this car is still available. And, of course, if you're listening, you can't see yeah, it. But it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the car that's on the cover of, like, my favorite VW Trends. Which, which Trends the, is it? What, what Trends issue is it? It's the January 90 VW Trends, which was the Frisco's Car Hop Drive-In. And there's a white late model um, grafted ragtop on Fuchs. 69. Graphics. It's a 69 bug. Yeah amazing car and and bob and i were always talking about this car and the fact that it still was around in hawaii like nobody knew who the owner was but hawaii is a small enough place that you can kind of track them down right and bob and i were able to track the guy down on instagram and um the car unfortunately did not survive that well i mean it still looks pretty good but for what he wanted and what 
my standards were to bring the car yeah. back up to snuff to like how it looked on the cover of the like the engine was gone which was kind of a bummer because you know it had a really nicely done fan shroud you'd have to redo all that you know the the little um the pink like brake disc covers um behind <laughs> the fuchs were gone like i love that look it just for whatever reason it looked really really cool Still one of my favorite late model cars, but we just, again, we couldn't get together on a price for it. I, I so, bought that issue, by the way, just because I had the square back on the cover. And I was oh, so yeah. pissed when it wasn't in there. I was like, where's the I square back, man? And you bringing know, it and back. I don't think that one ever got featured, right? No. And that's your fr- uh-huh. that was your friend in Vegas. That's Chris car, Broswell. Right? Shout out to Broswell. Yeah, Chris Broswell, the guy that originally was making the King Crabs for uh, for our buddy Greg Banfield up in, up yeah. in uh, Northern California. Chris is a machinist by trade, and Chris worked for years at Bill and Steve's. So when he moved out here and we met him in the VW scene, it was like, oh, man, this dude, he's so cool, bro. He he's worked at he's Bill- on the cover of Trends. Yeah, he worked at Bill and Steve's, bro. There's him, dude, talking to the waitress right there. That's our boy, that's our boy Chris. Matter of fact, oh, Chris texts so me. Funny. He just texted me the, the other day. He's, he's I'm making some stuff for him at the shop, water jetting some things for him. And uh, he, you know, when we, we met, I mean, we, I, now I've known the guy like 25 years yeah, now. it's been a minute. He's he's been wow. out here in Vegas, and uh, yeah, it was just such a cool squareback, and it was like, it, and, and again, we're going back to like the magazines, like those covers of like an action shot, like a scene shot. Those are my yeah, favorites. Man. Yeah, they are hands down. They're the best covers. You know, the the car washes, the impromptu car wash detail session mm-hmm. in the driveway with the bikini girls, or you know, the Fritzko's drive-in. Like those are what those are the ones that stand out in my mind. Absolutely. So. So that so that car didn't work out. That didn't pan out. Yeah, whatever. let's talk and about not, that for a second. Hold why why didn't pan out? The fact that it was going to be like twelve hundred bucks just to get it to the mainland, and then shipping again. I mean, dude. Yeah. I'm doing the math in my head. I would have been into the car for like twenty seven or twenty eight thousand dollars with what he was asking plus the shipping. And, and that's not that clean. Well, it's yeah, a, it's exactly. kind of a driver, and yeah. so. Now, yeah. that car, I remember seeing that car on eBay, and if I'm not mistaken, it sold out of Vegas. Like, that it car did. was yeah, it in, was in Vegas. Vegas at one point. Correct. Yeah. Yes. I remember seeing it, and I was like, oh, man, that'd be cool. And I want to I want to say it sold for like nine or 12000 or something like that. But yeah. and I'm sure somebody, hopefully somebody out there can super sleuth that stuff and, and pull up some old pictures from the internet, which would be cool if we could see what it actually sold for or closed for on eBay. But um, Everything yeah. happens for a reason, so you weren't meant to get that car. Yeah, so go. but but totally. I want to I yeah. want to talk about that car. Like, so we consulted on that car, and then you and I we are did. going back and forth, and we're like, yep. you know, it's a cool car. Is it X amount of dollars cool? Is it pristine? Still from the '80s? Has it been changed? What's been different? Because all of those things make a difference, you know. And so, like, the guy bought it and just started like doing that, and then also how much of these guys in their head is the price affected by like, oh, well, I've been on the 80s page and these cars are going for lots of money yeah. now. Totally. There's an element of that for sure. You know. So, um, yeah, I think in the end, you and I and, and Bob, too, because I consult on, you know, we're kind of the 80s guys now, I guess. <laughs> um, we all um, we all kind of came to the same conclusion that it's just, you know, it's been altered too much and they want too much money and the fact that it's all the way in Hawaii and it's right. just you know yeah the double shipping looking. would have killed it like that's huge yeah. that's 2500 yeah. bucks you would have spent to get it to you so now exactly. so now Tori and I are consulting again and we're like <laughs> well there's this one that's still available but i don't know you know what i mean so we start talking about future yep. shock yep and, and then we, future shock comes on the scene yep yeah and so he's he's and so here's the thing in my opinion, 
there's two levels of reason of collectability. You look at the rag chop. Why? Because of who built it. Okay. Yep. Because that guy, once Scott Gildner gets the recognition, I believe he deserves um, for having a distinct style that influenced a whole area, the San Fernando Valley, because he was yep. the local painter. It's the same yep. thing with Future Shock. Like he was the guy. He painted Crystal Blue Persuasion. Did the or did the graphics on it the first time? He did um, George Delfino's Squareback. I mean, oh, and, yeah. and then and then and then Steve Connect has gone on to do just tons and tons of, of car stuff, custom car stuff. So I think we started talking about it, and I said, "Yeah, it's really like it's a love it or hate it car." Mm-hmm. And if the wrong guy gets it, you'll hate it pretty quick because. Yeah, they're gonna monkey up some stuff and do some things that just doesn't look good, and and you don't pay tribute to the car. So we started talking about this car. Yep, yeah, totally. And you know, <laughs> you didn't do many favors with your podcasts either, because you know I, I listen to George Delfino's, I listen to Steve Connects, and I'm like, man, like I had forgotten just how famous those cars out of Bakersfield were. Yeah, I mean, you know, they they had the Club V Dubs Limited in Bakersfield, but I mean. You look at the mid '80s to the late '80s, you know, hot VWs, VW trends, all the show coverage. Those guys cleaned up shop, man. I mean, those yeah. Bakersfield cars just set the West Coast show car scene on fire. Yeah, and they did not stop. You know, I mean, it was just hit after hit coming out of Volksworks, which was, you know, Steve's, Steve's uh, shop. Steve's yeah. shop. And um, so, you know, I kept going back. I think part of the reason, too, is for me, the fact like when you see a car that sits on the Samba for years and years, you wonder like, OK, what's wrong with that car? Yeah. Because, you know, for all intents and purposes, yes, I know Future Shock is totally an acquired taste and, you know, magenta and graphics may not be your jam. But I mean, to me, that kind of that's that is the 80s, you know, so I mean, it ticked a lot of boxes for what I was after. Yeah. Um, but the fact that it had sat on the Samba for so long, I was like, there's got to be a catch because right. I mean, it, in, I mean, think about it in, in today's money, like how, how much would you have to spend to build a car of that caliber? I mean, just the Chrome plating alone. Yeah. And that's good Chrome plating. Cause it's not rusted all these years. So, you know, it's good Chrome. I mean, it's, it's unreal. The body modifications got suicide hood deck lid, you know, fully molded body. I mean, it, it's, it's insanity, the level of detail on this car. And I'm thinking, why is this thing not selling? And, um, you know, I had actually, con- I think you had too. you tried to contact the seller a couple times to ask questions about it. And we just could never get yeah, an answer. When you, when you, when you sent the car to me first, I thought, Hey, I'm stupid. I didn't know their car. Let me make a phone call. And so I called yeah. the guy, and luckily he didn't answer. So I called, and I was like, eh, I wonder if I just throw out a number. Like, I don't really need it. Here's a number. I'll pay for it. Yeah. But he never answered the phone. So I was like, ah. so like that 10-minute, okay, we went back into that time capsule when I bought the limo bug. I was in a 10-minute span. I was like, I need to have that. You know what I mean? And I, <laughs> which yeah. the, we'll say goodbye to the limo bug later on the podcast. But, you know, I was like, laser focused for my ADD 10 seconds on that car. And then after he didn't the phone, I was like, yeah, no big deal. Maybe it wasn't meant to be like, that's how much up to chance I left it. And then you and I start talking about it. And then we really start drilling down on like, bro, that's Steve's car. Like that's Steve's car. Yeah. And the amount of detail that that guy put in that car, the influence that he had in the scene, all these things. And then enter the seller, right? So sellers a little eccentric to say the least. Yep. Um, and then he creeps onto the '80s 
Cal look pay or eighties eighties fa- Facebook page, and then there's this conversation of like, hey, by the way, when I do the when I do the Steve Connect podcast, then he jumps on and, and he and then he's like, oh yeah, there was just a podcast about this car. It's worth way more mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Yeah. And the price and the price went up, which yeah. that was that was always the problem too. I think you know it was well, it was a couple problems. Worst sales guy ever. Yeah, the pictures were completely outdated. He never updated the ad, and he never put a price. And the pictures, and, the car was dirty, like dirty in a dusty. I mean, warehouse. Like yeah, like sat out in one of those. What are those called? Habibs or whatever. The, yeah, the the, the Kwanzaa. The yeah. Forms, you yeah. Know? yeah, I mean, it was like literally covered with three inches of dust, dirt, clay, whatever. Like, you know, I'm not saying you need to detail it, but like wash it before you take well, pictures. So, so now does it make sense why it was for sale for four years? <laughs> well, yeah, plus the, the, plus the ad said, this car is not 15, it's not $50,000, but I'm not, but, but it's but, not. But bring 18. more. Twelve thousand, yeah, and, then, and then it well, changed to fourteen thousand, and then it was eighteen thousand after your podcast because yep. you know because that's the kind of pull you got. Like right, you shout know, out to you, Let's you Talk Dubs making waves. That stability effects on <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So um, so yeah, so you know, Bob and I were talking about it, and and I was like, you know what, like I. I'd called him and we had a good conversation and, and, but I still, <laughs> to a point and, but I still couldn't get a price out of the guy. <laughs> and so, so, so I finally just like, I remember calling you and I was like, look, I was like, see if you can call him and get a price out of him. Here's what I'm willing to pay. I mean, I got, I, you know, I got nothing to hide. I told him I'll give you 16 grand for the car, which I think is fair for both of us. You know, he's been sitting on the car forever. He wants out of it. You know, he's retiring. He wants to get rid of his, you know, salvage business, whatever. So I called Bill and Bill was nice enough to call him. I was like, hey, man, my boy's got, you know, 16 G's for the car. Do you want to sell it or not? And and it was the most anticlimactic card you'll ever because Bill called me back. He's like, it's yours. I was like, what? Well, <laughs> I can give you the I can give you the little bit of story on that because that's that's where it, you called him. You guys had a conversation and then there and then toward the end of the conversation, it went into a different direction and and it just got it just got weird and dicey and then this guy he he's a little he's a little different so um i said let me call the guy so i called the guy and he's like well you know there was a podcast on this car and it's blah 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 i said i know i'm bill yeah. i'm the guy that did the I'm podcast the guy did the podcast i said that was me and, if he and, saw the operation of the podcast he wouldn't put yeah. any value on it. and here and here's and here's what i said to him i said listen let's be let's be realistic about this you've had this car for sale for a long time yeah. You believe the car is worth you're like jackpotting it. Here's the problem. Everyone knows what you paid for the car, which was yeah. super cheap. I mean, yeah. Steve gave that car away. It was 50, it was $5800. Yeah, like it, 50, it wasn't even because I found if you actually search, you can go back and find the ad on the Samba that says deleted usually means sold or whatever in right, right. future shock and I think it was $5800 or something. Yeah. And which so is crazy. And and so when that happens, I just called. I said, "Listen, let's be realistic here. This is a, an acquired taste vehicle. You've had it for sale for quite a while. We've discussed this. When I say we, I'm talking about the Council of the '80s. And yes. we and we said we look at it and said this car is going to need a few thousand dollars of work put into it. Oh, yeah. What what's it worth? And it you as a seller, you want the car to go to a person that's really going to want the car." 
you're going to want, you don't have the energy or the, or the desire to be into it. So here's, here's what we agreed to. We agreed that this car is worth X. I believe it's a fair deal if he pays you $1,000 more than X. You're happy. You, we all know you've made plenty of money. You're moving the car into somebody that's really going to look after it and do this kind of stuff. And he's like, okay, yeah, I guess. All right. So I said, all right, so you'll take X amount of dollars for the car? Yes. I said, listen, Tori's good. He's got the money. He'll buy it. It's a done deal. Do you want to sell the car? You don't. The guy's like, yep. I said, okay. He'll call you in a few minutes. So I called Tori back. I'm like, all right, bro, it's your car. Because <laughs> well, by the time they got off the phone, it was like the price kept going up. And it was like, it, was just, it just got weird. It just got, just yeah. believe it that, it got weird. So yeah. I said, let me call this guy. So i on the phone about 15 minutes. And then I was just, I had to convince him. I said, listen, the car's got to go to somebody that really cares. And I think to some degree, I, I, a perfect example. I sold, um, I took on trade that Honda S2000. Yeah. Don't ever buy an S2000 if you're shaped or as tall as me. It ain't going to work, bro. Yeah, they're they're pretty, yeah. It's, yeah, it's bro. It's quarters, like driving man. a toboggan, dude. It's a better built Miata. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah. Uh, so I end up swa- swapping a, a sand rail for that car, and a guy comes to look at it, and this guy's like hitting me up on offer up. And, I'm, and I already know I'm pricing it under market value because I just traded a sand car for it. I'm looking to get dollars out of it. I don't care. So when I want to sell something, that this is my personal philosophy. When I want to sell something, I put it for a buy it now price. Like it's a really good price. So this guy's like grinding me on offer. Like, bro, I really want this car. It's it's what I had. My brother and I built one growing up. Blah 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 blah. I'm like, bro, this is a 2007. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> right, right. Like what? You know. So he's, he's, a trip yeah, he's reminiscing so about short trip. 12 years ago. So <laughs> at any rate, so I take the time. I go meet this dude. He takes he ear rapes me for about an hour about how much he likes the car what it's really worth what this what this what this and i'm just like i said look here's the price i'll do on the car you know what what a guy's like well he's and i said when i told him in the in the text message bring cash bro bring cash if you're ready to buy this he's like would you take x amount of dollars for the car i said cash talks do you have yep. cash yeah. I will Bring meet the you if you have cash. Out of yeah. Benjamin's and we'll talk. Anyway, after being ear raped for an hour, he's like, "Well, bro, my best. I think my best offer is ten. And I went from fourteen what? to twelve. Yeah, yeah. I went from fourteen to twelve. I said, "Look, bro, twelve grand. I'll just let you move this car. Done." Dude's like, "Like, oh man, all I got is ten. I just looked at him like, "Are you are you insane, bro? Are you insane?" I said. I was just like, all right, well, I guess you can't have the car. Well, let me see if I can get my funds together. I'm like, yeah, bro, go get your funds together, dude. You should have had your funds together before you get called. Get your life me. right, bro. So the get next your, day, get your life right. so, so the next day, um, a guy calls me from the Air Force Base, young kid, uh, and he says, he says to me, he goes, man, I really like the car, whatever. The dude comes to me, looks at the car. He's like, I want the car. I'm going to buy this car, man. And so he's a young kid, loves the car. Like, you know, you see somebody just yeah. loves the car. And he's Serving like, and I, and I said, yeah. And there I'm just like, and I said, no, no, no. Yeah. Here's how cool yeah. Bill T is, bro. He goes, yeah, I'll, I'll take it for 14, dude. I just got to go get a loan, you know, for whatever, oh whatever. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, cool, bro. So how much you got to get a loan for? He's like, I just got to get a loan for like three, for, uh, for 3,500 bucks or 2,500 bucks or whatever. Oh, and as I said to him, I said, bro, look, yesterday I wasted about an hour with a dude and I told him I'd sell it to him for 12 grand. I'll sell you the car for 12 grand. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, bro. 12 grand. Dude, you, made, you made his year. He's like, not paying interest. Yeah, yeah. You know? He's like, dude, if you can wait till Friday when I get my check, I'll have all the money for this car. I said, it's yours, bro. 
It's yours because A, the other guy was a douche. Yeah. B, yeah. I want to make sure, like, you like this car. You appreciate the car, dude. It's all. So this guy was so stoked. So stoked. Yeah. And yeah. it was like, that was just one of the things where I was like, yeah. I mean, for me, it's like, it was, it was more about like, the car goes to somebody who loves it. So when, when, it, when you sell yeah. a car to somebody who really likes Absolutely. that car, that's what Jim Moto, when I called Jim, I'm like, bro, I don't know why, but this car, dude, is like a car that's stuck in my craw. And I really like the car because I called him on the phone. And he was real direct about what he wanted for the car. And he says, this is what I want for the car. It doesn't run right now, but it's got a new motor. Tires blown yep. out. This, this, this. I'm not taking anything less, so don't show up here asking for anything less. I know I know what I got. Sometimes I don't even want to sell the car. So I talked to him. I said, listen, I'd love to have the car because I really appreciate the car. It'll stay in the condition it's in. It'll stay just like it is. It'll just get cleaned up exactly. a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, he was like, all right, man. So it was like a phone call after our podcast. The next day, I talked to him, solidified the deal, agreed to pay the price, Yep, and then he, I couldn't come pick it up for like two or three weeks because he was busy with whatever. I said, "Yeah, no problem. You got my word. I'll buy it. We're good to go." Yeah, and yeah. Uh, sure enough, that deal happened. Like, boom! He called me, said, "Yeah, come bring the money," and I rode down there, got the car, and it was like done. So sometimes, you know, I think for him, letting go of that car because when I went to meet with him, he says, "You know, I bought this car when my mom died, and I got the money from you know whatever, and I went and bought this car." And so the car had some sentimental value to him. He says, I've all the cars I've had all of these. And this guy's like car guy, bro. Like this guy changes cars like underwear, right? This guy's got a lot mm-hmm. of cars. He says, of all the cars I've ever had, I've kept this one because of that. He says, but I'm never going to get it where it needs to be. And since you have the passion for this car, like I'll You're sell the guy it to you. for it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so, so that was, I think that was another huge factor in a guy letting go of a car because the dude did, he didn't need the money. It's the right fit. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. I think there's some of that around, and and you know the the craziest part is like you know I don't even want to get into Dennis Hyde's gear, bro. That was purchased by Andy the Paint, right? Andy the Paint hits me up, uh, Spikes Custom Paint. You know he he got Dennis Hyde's gear, and that was like a full sleeper move, right? Like he's hitting up totally. George, he's hitting up yeah. George Delfino, and to, yep. so you know which card is George. See, that's the that's the Fuchsia gear out of Bakersfield. Chrome deep sixes and everything was chrome on it. It's been like in every book, every custom VW yep. book. It's the it's the raspberry or fuchsia yep. colored Gia. Well, and what's funny is Steve even talked about that on his podcast. He borrowed the color for Future Shock yep. from that Gia. Yeah, from Dennis Hyde's Gia. He begged Dennis. He's like, "You've got to let me borrow this color. That color is so bitching. Like, I want to have that for Future Shock." He's like, "I'll change it up with some pearl and stuff. It'll be the same color." And it was. But big props to to Andy because he worked the deal just right. And so, Dude, yeah. He, yeah. So he calls he calls George Delfino. George's like, "Well, I still know Dennis. He has that Gia just sitting in his garage, a full show car, been yeah. sitting for thirty five years." And he's like, yeah, he's not really going to do anything with it. And probably the guy's like probably in his 60s, like, yeah, I'm not really doing anything with this car. Like, I'm, I'm ready to get it. I, I don't want to disclose what it sold for, but it sold for. Super affordable. Unbelievably. <laughs> yeah. cheap. Like, I yeah. would have paid double that for that car. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a great, 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 great deal. I'm glad. And here's the thing. Like, I'm not mad he got a good deal. Because uh-huh. you know it's going to I'm glad. I'm, stoked. I'm not either because it's like what we've been talking about this whole time. He's the guy for that car because right. that car 100%. influenced him to do what he's doing today. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was kind of like the – like I don't know if you listen to Spike Ferrison's podcast, but they have this thing called a taproot car. And it's like the one car that like made such a mark on you as a kid that kind of set in motion a lot of things that go on in your life later on. So like yeah. for him, that's his taproot car. So I'm not even mad, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I love that he got no. the car and it's it, going to, a you good know, home. it's funny is Pookie's dream 
was uh, like don't my get me started, favorite bro. growing <laughs> up. Me. I was a Type 3 guy, and I was like, I love that car. <clears throat> and then when you sent me pictures of it going, it's available for X amount, I'm like, yep, that's cool, but it's not. I don't know. It didn't do it for me well, anymore, what, which even though it was a major influence on me in my youth, you know. But, you know, right, that right. so that car, like, you know, we, we you and I talked about that car, Tori, for a little bit, Pookie's Dream. Yeah, we and did. Then, and yep. then uh, Paul, Type 34 nut on, uh, or Type Three type three sixty four nut something like that is his uh, yeah. Instagram. His Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He we're gonna have him on the podcast because he just debuted that little that that uh, red oh, that raspberry square. Yeah, is bro, badass. with the, with, with a picture window in it, dude. That car was dope. And yeah. uh, so we're gonna get him on the podcast talk about that. Um, yeah. But he hits me up because we're talking, and I said he heard me on the podcast talk about Pookie's dream. Like, bro, that was like, and it's so it was so cool. You never noticed it was a late model. Like you didn't even yeah. care. It was a late Absolutely. model. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause it looked so good. Yeah. It yeah. Just, did such a nice job. On it's it. probably the studio shoot. Didn't hurt. The champagne glasses. I don't bro, know. bro. Champagne. <laughs> but you know, one of those things is like, you see, um, you see those, you see those cars and you know, they, like like I said, that car is so rad, and it was a late model. You don't even care; it's a late model. The white bug you saw, so rad, yep. And it's a late model, um, yep. but it's just one of those things where, you know, a car can be that cool. And and I think Pookie's dream. Like I'm telling you right now, if I didn't have all kinds of projects, that car would be sitting in my garage yeah, right now for sure. If yeah. I didn't see the yeah. picture of all the wiring yeah. hanging out on the dash, the car would be in my garage yep. right now. But yep. also the 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 other square back with the picture window with the Toyota with the Toyota bench seat in the front, the one that. Uh, John bought that came out of the DBK compound, that one that came back from the 90s. The teal one with uh-huh. the white and blue stripes. And the yeah. ragtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was another really cool one. That car was picked up for a sweetheart of a price. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Um, and you got to wonder how much are they actually worth? The the Is the level of detail in those builds? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what did they do for the wiring? Because I know Type 3 harnesses were not available right. back then. Right, right. So right. how yeah. did they get things squared away? Is it all just butt connected in a mess underneath there? It probably is. What does the suspension look like? What's the drivetrain look like? Especially after all these years that maybe the nice yep. motor was taken out and a junky one put in. And the totally. disc brakes might have been taken off and something else goes in its place. You and know? so bringing it back to Future Shock, what I didn't ever know about was Future Shock was an automatic. Get out. Yeah. Fully automatic car. <laughs> what year is yep. it? It's a 64, uh, so- right? 65? So it's a 64. So so this. But they is put on a later type thing. type three chassis that was automatic. Yeah, because they did exactly come automatic, it. but it was like a 72, 73 that would have been that way. Yeah, it's actually like on a 72 fastback uh, chassis. Yeah. Steve Steve swapped it. I mean, there is hardly anything. It's still 64 notchback on that car, just because it's so rad. You know, I mean, he did. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's not a there's not a square inch of that car that Steve hasn't touched. Nope. But what's cool about this is now since you've done the podcast, I reached out to Steve and, and Chris Addington, and I've been talking to all these guys because now I have this car. And Steve is like, he's so over the moon about it. Like we probably yeah. text daily now because it's, nice. you know he's just so glad that the car is going to be seen again. And I'm kind of trying to bring back the the history and the nostalgia between you know from the VW's Limited Club in Bakersfield because that was such a big deal and. You know, we've I've talked to a few other ex members, and they're like, "God, I remember. You know, those were the best days of my life." You know, where's BG Squareback? Where's that? Which one? BG Squareback. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a future. That's a the future Squareback that's on the cover with Dennis yeah, Hyde. Dennis that, Hyde's Gia too, right? March yeah, it was the first issue back after their hiatus. Yeah. I think it's March of four. I'd love to know where that car's at. Yeah, that's um, a rad Squareback. So when you received the car. What kind of condition was it in? What did it look like? So, 
So here's the crazy thing. I still have not seen it in person. Get out. Where is it? <laughs> no, it's in Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so here's oh, I forgot, I forgot to tell George so, he's involved in this too. So oh, yeah. we go let him yes. out. Let him, we'll let George right. in on this too. You're going to get to know the car real well here. <laughs> um, so, so dude, I overnight, I overnight a cashier's check. Okay. To the seller um, in Phoenix. He makes me wait two weeks for it to clear. I'm like, dude, you can literally call my bank and tell that the funds are in there. Like, it's not a big deal, you know. Did you tell him, like, bro, no, 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 uh, bro, you're not a prince. Going on. I was like, whatever, man. Like, just, you know. So the day, like, I started to get a little worried towards the end because I kept calling and he was like, no, we're going to give it a few more days. And I'm thinking, yeah. man, am I getting punked here? Like, what is the deal? Yeah. And thank God, like, Buddy Hale, um, who everybody knows, I, you know, I, I contacted him and he's like, no, he's like, I've, I've had dealings with, with, uh, with this guy before and he's like he's not gonna screw you over he's you know he's he can be you know interesting to deal with but but you know he's he's not gonna screw you over you know just just wait until the thing clears and you'll be good and um and buddy was nice enough to go pick the car up for me after the two weeks when the cashier's check cleared or whatever and and so i was like you know hey take pictures of it at the shop for me and he was like oh no i dropped it off in my detailer <laughs> and i was like oh okay cool hey you're well, spending some money just so you know <laughs> i guess we're gonna get yeah. it detailed yeah exactly well it ended up being a blessing in disguise because the car was completely filthy like and i even told the, the seller i was like don't worry about you know don't wash it i always yeah. tell people that like you know don't, don't get your you favorite terry cloth it. towel yeah. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> let me scrub yeah, it down with this brush real quick <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Let me draw it off with some paper towels. You know, um, I was like, yeah, don't even worry about washing it. You know, I'll just have buddy come pick it up. And then so he dropped it off at this place called Sport Auto Detail in Tempe. This guy is a miracle worker. I mean, if you look on my Instagram, I posted some pictures of the car. I saw he's doing a full paint correction on it. Top to bottom detail. I mean, this guy does cars for Barrett Jackson um, when they do the Scottsdale um, auction and He's like, you know, I'm not cheap. He was like, but I'm good. I was like, you know what? That's cool, man. I was like, I got the car a little cheaper than what I thought I'd be able to. That's how I'm going to justify this. So just give it the works, man. And he, you know, shout out to Sport Auto Detail because that guy has just completely transformed that car. And thank God, you know, the previous owner, he didn't really do anything that was irreversible to the car. Like he had some really terrible, like um, <laughs> tribal, tribal decal on the, on the front hood with a VW logo. What tribe are you um, from? The suck tribe? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It was a tribe really of no taste. It just, no it just taste didn't in the adding good. logos he had to these it. Baja yeah. mesh headlight grills on it. And then he put like a 007 decal on the on the pew, dashboard. Pew. And I was like, what is all this? So I actually <laughs> sent the detailer pictures of the car from VW Trends from nice. when it was originally shot. I was like, this is how I want the car to look. That's again. A, that way I you can like, also so, appreciate it. Like, this is what it was, you know, so see exactly. if you can bring it back. Absolutely. Exactly. Good call. He's completely killed it for me. Like, I mean, it's it's unreal. Like, luckily, that was just a decal, so, like, that came off. Um, Thank he'd God. also put this decal over. <laughs> it's funny because he, he was like, yeah, he's like, I. Um, the previous owner said, I put a decal over the back window. It's got the removable hardtop. He was like, he had something that was, like, advertising his, his business, and I wanted to advertise mine. Well, it wasn't that at all. It was the it was the V-Dubs Limited Bakersfield, like, car logo on the back window. Oh, yeah. And so this, this poor detailer, I was like, okay, I was like, this is hiding underneath that decal. I was like, but you got to be really careful because it's a plexiglass window, and the paint didn't stick real well, I'm told. I was like, but if you can use a heat gun and carefully get that off, I will love you forever. And he did. And nice. the logo underneath is amazing. So it's like this... It's like this PV guitars font. Right, um, right. It, it, PV 
Champs font, and it, it says V-Dubs Limited Bakersfield, and it's like got this check mark. I mean, it's so 80s, it's not even funny. And he was able to salvage that, so that was cool. Nice. Um, so um, I think, Bill, you're going to go pick it up in the yeah, next Yeah, so like, I was going to tell George. Week and a half. So yeah. we're going to go one day <laughs> <laughs> one day this hey, week. we're going to go pick up a car. Week, week and a half or something like that. We're going to go. Yeah. We're going to go grab this car. We're going to wait till it gets hotter. Yeah, and we're going to go warmer. down. And we might we might enlist the guys from Ross Wolf, or I might just take their trailer. Um, but I, I might borrow their enclosed trailer to go down because my enclosed trailer will get your car peppered with we dirt. Bar- we could borrow Jim West. Either way, we'll, yeah. we're going to run down with an enclosed trailer. We're going to pick this car up. We'll do an Instagram live when we grab the car and all that yeah, kind of stuff, awesome. kind of get it, get, yeah. get some be, excitement about it. And then we're going to bring it back here so you can kind of go through it, make sure she's kind of dialed in a little bit mechanically, just to kind of give her a little give her a little tune and go because. Um, yeah. Does it run now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a running car. Like I think, I think the previous owner said he put five thousand miles on it from the time he got it from Steve Connect, which is kind of a lot, honestly. When you, I mean, when you look at the underside of the car, I mean, it's it's still pretty clean. I mean, it should be spotless when you yeah. guys get it. But yeah. um, yeah, it's but it's just gonna need you know probably soft brake lines and yeah, you know I'm gonna need new tires for it. I was kind of bummed because I found out the wheels are fourteens. And so yeah. I don't know, like my tire choices are probably gonna be a little yeah, limited, limited, but we'll have to, we'll have to see what we can do with tires. Um, but I'm kind of, you know, this is, this is like your red chop top bill. Like you're yeah. kind of committed, like you have to color within the box yeah. here. You yeah. know, you can't, there's no coloring outside the lines because I mean, those wheels are so iconic and they're the ones that are on the cover of, you know, that VW trends. And I actually found the nitro magazine from France that future shock was in as well. Oh, nice. I, I, I had to pay. I had to pay a hundred bucks for a binder of like twelve of these issues, but that issue is in there, which is pretty cool. It's in French. I can't read the the article, but the pictures were shot by Jackie Morell, and they actually borrowed those pictures for the VW Trends shoot. So that's why I remember we were talking. They're kind of different, like Very the cool. car on the cover, right. a different iteration than what you see inside. So yeah, pretty cool stuff. But I've I've been going kind of crazy, like tracking down history on the car and, you know, kind of when it debuted. It sounds, it sounds to me like 1985 was like the year of Future Shock. And then yeah. he just got, he really got involved with other builds and, you know, George Delfino's Shockwave, like that started to take some precedent because that was such a radical build. And then, you know, I think by like 88, it was probably like old news and it was retired at that point. He even told me he started driving it at one point. Like he was like, yeah, after the show thing, I was just kind of done with it. But, um, so I'm um, fingers crossed. I'm gonna get an invite for the Grand National Roadster Show in January. No promises yet, because I know you know the the room's pretty full and they've got a waiting list or whatever. But um, if I can get in for that, that's gonna be the plan. Is that we'll we'll take that. So it's gonna stay shop. on the West Coast then. Yeah, that's why. That's yeah. why. Bro, it's gonna cruise the strip. It's gonna cruise the strip at the one crazy weekend. Are bro. you gonna come out for the one crazy weekend yeah, and drive your out, car? I'm gonna come out for that. I don't know if I'll be able to drive the car. Or no, whatever, bro. Burnouts on the strip. You know, like, yeah, maybe we'll do that. That'd be kind of cool. But um. <laughs> Let's mess up that detail job in the first one. We level. won't do burnouts. We'll get dry ice and stage it in the middle of Las Vegas Boulevard. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure that automatic really pumps out the horsepower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So, no, that's – so I'm stoked that you got the car. And, and then in the same respect, I get a little bit conflicted to where, like, if I had it, and those wheels are the, now are those Boyds that are on there, or what t- are they like American Eagles? I've, like what kind I of found, wheels are there? You know, I found an article somewhere. I'll have to go back and look. I don't know if it was in Hobby W's or VW Trends, but they actually named what the wheels were. But I mean, I I don't think they're billet Boyds or anything so like that. So that's my other question. Like if if I had the car, 
I would almost find some tri fans that were 15s. I that, know, just so you'd have and, better tire choices. Well, just I so know. you get the better tire choice, and not many people would notice the difference on the wheel, yeah, and, sure. and it still would be period correct, in my opinion. Yep. I mean, that's just one of the things I'd switch up. But you know, those, you know what? Those guys used to do, because one of the things that I found out during the podcast with Chris Addington was every time I looked at those wheels, I'm like, I know those wheels, bro. You can't pull the wool over these eyes. And they were SVO Mustang wheels that were modified. So when I look, when I put on my Bill T factory wheel hat and I'm trying to figure out what wheel it is, hold on, like Kreskin, and I say Ford Escort. And I look at the Ford Escort. There's like a Ford Escort GT from back then. And I think mm-hmm. if you look at it, I think the wheels are kind of similar. But what they would do is like take that stock wheel, chuck it up in a in, in a in a mill, and machine mm-hmm. some grooves or stuff in, yeah. into it. So I don't know. That could yeah. be something. I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think it would be too distasteful if you found some some. I had a set of seventeen inch seven. Here's the crazy part: I had a set of seventeen inch seven Boyd's, the Deuces that were on the Typhoon when I bought the Typhoon. They lived up to their name. Yeah. No, bro, don't get me upset. Don't get me upset. They were 17 Garbage, sevens. Garbage, bro. Five, on, five, five on, five on five, five on four and three quarter. Chevy pattern. I sold it. I, was, I, I had to give them away at Pomona. I had to sell the wheels. Oh like, yes, bro, God, they will fit on your IROC. Yes, they will. 17-7 Boyd's. Boyd's, like Boyd welded original Boyd wheels that I should have just kept in the in, in the container. Instead, wow. I sold them for one. I had to beg the guy for a hundred dollars for them. And today, if I had those you wheels, paid that him was to haul them off. yeah, that was like seven, <laughs> six, seven years ago, maybe ten. Wow. And those wheels today are probably catching fifteen hundred bucks at least. God. At least, insane. yeah, it's well, insane. That's all, that's all part of this thing that's yeah. going on. You know, it's the whole Radwood thing. It's all in 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 the UK guys. I'll give them props, man. They're like two or three years ahead of the curve with this. Yeah. Like it's not caught on here yet. I mean, I think it's getting better. I think some people are waking up. I well, think, a council's think... been formed. Yeah, we have the council. <laughs> well, I, you know, I hold on. Let me discuss this me. with Tori. Tori, have you noticed too, though? Like, I will say, Type Threes, dude, are making a strong comeback. Yeah, custom Type Threes. I mean, you've got German folks guys that are rocking the Type Threes now. Like, I see a lot of people excited about you know new type three builds which is kind of cool because we haven't seen that in a while it's, yeah you know they're usually few and far between well and type i three Kias, like those have always been you know cool they were made no they were made cool no um type three gears were always like the ugly stepsister of like the the type three because a they were rare so type three guys hated them like all oh, those things are ugly frog eye looking thing and then all of a sudden yeah. they realize how rare it's they like were corvair you yeah, know, that's it's like a Corvair BMW 2002. Like everybody yeah. comes with, comes up with the wrong stuff. Is that a is that a Miata? Like no, Volvo? go away. Yeah. yeah, and you know those that with the with the Type Threes coming back, and I don't want to say coming back, but like Type Threes never left. All right, Type never Type left. Three, never the left, resurgence of the 80s Type Three and the custom Type Threes and stuff like that. Just throwing back to the 80s, there was no cooler car in the 80s, in my opinion, the VW platform than the Type Three because. That was yep. the base wagon, bro. You could fit tons of subwoofers, which is what George mm-hmm. Delfino and I discussed, like nice yep. amount of space yep. for subwoofers. And that totally. was, you know, the boom. The cars that go boom, bro. So yep. I well, and didn't I just read the other day that they're gonna do a type three day again or a type three yeah, event it's again? Happened the weekend after like, ours. The weekend after our show is the type three rally. 
So how cool is that? Yeah. yeah. So you might as well just book a week, bro, and we're just gonna head that, dude. <laughs> it and looks you're like gonna Future t- Shock is going on a little road tour. Future Shock's got a pretty peppered <laughs> well, future. It's funny because I get all these DMs now. They're like, you know, we'd love to have the car up at Bugarama, blah blah blah. I'm like, no, it's coming back after if it stays for the GNRS. It's Zero, bro. Back. West Coast tour. It's time. It's time. I know. <laughs> I know. Because actually, Memorial Labor Day weekend. Uh, is the next weekend, isn't it? Is the Bogorama? No, Labor Day no, weekend no, is the 1st of September. Yeah, that's a ways down. And so we're 24th of September. I don't know, bro. I know a dude who gets cheap flights, and his name is Tori Alonzo, yeah. and he could fly out <laughs> yeah, here if we right. wanted a road trip and go up to SAC just to, just to take that car to the show. We could do an 80s display. Bro, if you get hey, a white... we could do a podcast on the road bro, like we did last time on the listen, way to Bogorama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> listen. And we could each take listen. turns changing tires on the trailer. Bro, That's it. perfect. That listen. Nobody uh, there was only out. one person changing tires, and that guy is this guy right here, dude. <laughs> if you get a white a white puma sweatsuit i'll get a red one bro and we'll just like do a whole 80s bro we'll get the checkered so, vinyl down on the ground dude both cars on display I'm you know what's you, funny bro. is i was actually thinking of buying like some little 80s garb for the the grand national roadster show not even kidding because they do that at yeah. radwood like they dress the part i'm no. like that'd be kind of fun Full on. break out the vans the checkered vans and maybe a duran duran concert shirt or something like why not town and yeah. country shirt something something like that that's 80s. yeah Hundred percent. Awesome. Yeah, that would be I, really cool. I, you know, I'm I'm excited to see that car back on the road. I think I'm excited to see the car for the first time because I just seen it in the magazines and get to see that oh my car. God, same here. I know. I, like I still have not even seen the car in person. Like you know, even before that, like I never saw it at a show or anything. So like I'll go back on YouTube and watch these crazy videos that I think it's my '69 VW has like the best throwback like '80s um, videos car show 80s videos and what's funny is dude this is really cool too to bring this all full circle um your car your red chop Mm -hmm. and future shock were at the vw classic in 89 together really well they were well there was another well in in 89 jamboree Uh they were um it was also I, i noticed it was there with adam wick's drag car so like adam wick's drag car was at the jamboree and the red bug was there and it's like all those cars were around at the same time and it's just be cool to kind of do a little setup a little show setup like they were all hanging together dude yeah yeah so i mean that's kind of cool they're gonna you know possibly share a trailer going to the gnrs in january like those cars hadn't been seen together since probably 80 that might have been like that probably was the last time they saw yeah and and, and that's the thing with the gnrs like with that with that show coming out the vw story the vw history is so varied from the early days of customs and dune buggies i mean they're having every type of vw there yeah it's gonna be so cool to see all that stuff it's one thing like i think when we go to a show it's like you go in, you hang with your buddies, you talk to the same guys, you might or you might not see. Like it was one thing before you had a car and it was finished and all that stuff. You would run around and see like the newest, coolest thing. And now once you get a car, you're just kind of in the scene and yep. you might catch something new, you might not. But I think the cool thing about the, the Grand National Roadster show is it's two days, three days, yep. I think. It's Friday, yeah, think Saturday, it's like Sunday. Weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. three-day weekend. Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. The whole Building 9 will be inside. The whole outside will be available for people that want to bring their cars in for the show but they're not in the featured area Mm -hmm. and i just think having all of that history in a building i think it deserves like you see in the background the photograph here i got the big the big posters i put up that bob daniels got me but it's like i'm still missing the hot vws too i want the hot vws cover blown up too with the the valley boys layout because i just think that like for me that was the one and second i just think it's part of that it's part of that history and so as much as I don't, I don't say I don't like placards. I just never appreciated them. 
It was like paint yeah. by so-and-so, this by so-and-so, whatever. But I think when that's you, error correct though, because that's out of our era, even with your car as nice as it was, your when you put your type three G out there, there was nothing next to it. Say what was done by who right. it was just on display because right. that time had already passed in our scene. You didn't yep. have yeah. like Tom Carson was the only one putting up like full displays back then. Cause he's an old you throwback. Know, exactly. He's car, an older car show guy. guy. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's true. I mean, dude, those signboards were as nice as the cars. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they would get, you know... They would be like, done by, like, actual, like, pinstriper guys who would hand totally. letter them and yeah, everything. Like, I mean, they I were, mean, they were like, usually like a lot invested into them. In Ed Roth level of, you know, signboarding, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah, my favorite, yeah. it was, like, accessories like that were extra points at a show. So you had, like, a can that the said gas, oil, fuel. gas, and then one that said <laughs> the best one air. one was air. Yeah, air. like <laughs> air. Yeah, like a can. can of air. Yeah. Don't open that. You'll let the air out. I can't fill up <laughs> no. my tire. Yeah, no, it's... uh, Well, you know... And we're throwing back to the day, you know, I remember seeing that a lot with, uh, there was a, there was a local shop here called Western VW and Candace is like our age. Right. So she was like, bro, there's a chick that drives a pink Volkswagen, bro. And everybody's like, oh, bro, who's this girl, dude? She's hot. Yeah. She's, she's hot, bro. She drives a Volkswagen, but she had this pink, (laughs) she still has her bug. Candace, shout out to Candace. Uh, Candace Griggs. Griggs, Griggs is her last name. And so, She's um, she still has the bug. It says Panther. It's Pink Panther on the plate. She put on display the Pink Panther. I remember seeing her oil and oil cans and all that yeah. stuff next to the car on display. But it was so cool back in the day just to see that kind of stuff. And and you know for us growing up, Scrubs was like, yeah, if my dad on a VW shop. I'd have a cool bug too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. jealousy, yeah. jealousy, totally. <laughs> shooting out of your yeah, neck. We were, well, we were poor. We didn't have two nickels to rub together. You yeah. know, you're lucky to scrape together enough money to go hit the Del Taco or Taco Bell drive-through. My first know? square back I bought for three hundred dollars, and I had to make payments on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had to back out. I had one for a hundred. I had to back out after I gave the guy twenty. Ah, like, a I had steep. to come. I had to come back get my twenty. Like, say, man, I don't even know what I'm going to do when I buy it because it doesn't run drive or anything, and it misses. It's missing everything. So I, I'm just going to need that twenty dollars back. I was like, here you go. Oh, you know, man, how times have changed. Yeah. I mean, dude. I, you go on the Samba now, and I feel like like daily prices are going up. They are. I mean, Absolutely. ovals, ovals especially right now are just going stupid. I don't get it. Get you on know, it, Eric Young. Sell yours. You find a decent oval for under sixteen, eighteen grand. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. I found one up in Erie that I'm actually trying to get right now. Uh, that's part of a hoarding situation. It's a numbers matching car. Um, and when he gets the title, we're going to meet up and, and talk numbers. I mean, I think I can get a decent Stalker. deal on it, probably around 10, 10 grand. But I mean, like, oh, my God, like you just can't find. Was it an original or like a bone stock car or was it like yeah, modded? It's bone lowered? Stock. Yeah, it's bone stock. It's been sitting in this warehouse. It's like collapsing on itself. I mean, nice. reeks of mildew. I'm going to have. I know like, somebody that might have one for sale if uh, if you're looking for oh, yeah? a, like a 56 or something. I don't 55. know. 55. I'm sorry. 55. Threefold. Threefold rack. With an Ocrasa. Oh, so yeah. No way. Oh, yeah. that's out of my price range. You never know. It's actually not. It's a kind of quite it's, affordable. Yeah, it'd be yeah. An, if if my wife agrees to sell it, which yeah, she doesn't want to, but she keeps asking for a new kitchen. I said that new kitchen sitting right there, <laughs> sitting in that yeah. car. It's in the shape of a bug. If you do decide to sell it, you're not gonna have any problem doing it because I no. mean, dude, good cars are moving so fast on the Samba. Yeah, it's crazy, absolutely insane, but. Yeah, bugs yeah. are still a little, 66 bugs, still a little soft. You know, we were talking earlier about uh, changing cars when you buy them. Uh-huh. And funny enough, what was I doing today? Oh, change. I, got, I have oh, a yeah. customer who picked up Justin from Volksfab's car up north. He picked oh, up that okay. double cab. Probably a record yeah. for a, a double cab sold. It's, it sold very high. Yeah, very he was high. asking. He was asking 110. 
That's going to 110 wow. for it. was the red one that was on air, laid out, like. It had yep. the Randor Iron Cross wheels on it and all that stuff. Yep. I know what you're talking about. So yep. I know everybody loves those Randor Iron Crosses, but this guy right here does not. And <laughs> yeah. I, I just, hey, my customer didn't wasn't a big fan of them either. So today we replaced those with some 17-inch Escras, and I think that bus looks 10 million oh, times better already. I bet it looks already. a million times better. Yeah. Yeah, I like 17s on buses. They just look better. But yeah. now, hopefully, what we're trying to do is take that car, instead of it being Justin's from Volksfab, to change it up enough to where people don't catch it at first. I mean, people yeah. will always know, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know, I mean, at least it'll, it'll look like this guy's car now. But with know? a car like that, I, see, I think with that red car, because it's A, a red car, B, you can switch the yeah. wheels up, and depending on how air it out is, it looks like somebody else's. True. The carbon cab is a tough change. Well, yeah, it's got carbon fiber and dimples on it and a centered right. exhaust. And yeah, right. that has custom features. And this does have custom, I mean, not custom, but cool but not, features, but, but not but it, not it, anything that breaks a mold anywhere that, you know. Well, yeah. and that's yeah. the thing, like the, the, what makes it stand out is it's on air and it's laid on the ground. Yeah. That's what makes it stand out. Other than that, it's a, it's a red double cab. I'm sure there's small things that have been done to it, but you, you go from that page of like, it's got some detail and some things like that to it. But then you go to the other end of the spectrum where it's like the, the carbon cab has so much done different to it you can't just yeah. paint it away. You know what I mean? Yeah, like oh, wheel no, selection. No, no. Be like, yeah. oh, they put new wheels on the carbon cab. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> Who changed the headlights yeah. and wheels on the carbon cab? Someone was sending me a text. I like what you did with the carbon cab. And yeah. I'm like, eh, I, I didn't do that. But So are, so are you going to sell it? I don't know. You guys. I, well, I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the camp of don't because yeah. I say for what, he's, for what he could potentially get for it, you cannot build another one and they're not making double cabs anymore. I mean, you just got yeah. the motor redone by Wick. I mean, there's so many bonuses to that bus. And the oh, things yeah. that he doesn't like about it, in my opinion, are pretty easy changes. Drop the seat off the upholstery shop, have it uninflated, and yeah. do the do the suspension mods. <laughs> oh, is that, is the that front. your main concern? Is, Bro, is it's just not very comfortable. I'm like Frank and Giant. They got like the three thing. layers of foam on this thing, and you're talking about a uh, you know buses already. We're pretty tall guys. You're very limited height wise. Yeah, and then you get in his car. And, psh, yeah, his yeah. is like skied. You're looking at the visor, you know. Yeah. yeah, and it's not even tubbed. It's not like it has a reason to sit that way. It's strictly just the seat is overstuffed. Correct. And so, and so, now talking about that, while we're on the podcast, the the interested buyer sent me a text. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. talked yesterday, and he said I would pay you X. And I said, he said if I showed up at your house with an X, and I said if you showed up at my house with five thousand dollars more than X, mm-hmm. I would you could drive away with that car. In the meanwhile, as we're sitting here talking, the conversation has said. Um, so just keep everybody in the loop and we'll keep it all private who it is. It says, um, <laughs> cause we talked about like, yeah, I don't even know where the title is for it. You know, all this kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. uh, he says, well, if you're good with our deal at his original offer price, mm-hmm. um, let me know. The only thing I want different is stock headlights and different wheels. No pressure. But if you want to, if you want to keep it, just let me know and I'll keep shopping. And so mm-hmm. for me, I don't I like, give him the green light to go shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, so, but, so my thing is like, okay, I'd sell it, but I wouldn't sell it at that price. It, ha- it would. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm holding firm. I think at the original my, price that you told my customer would yes. be closer to where I try to shoot on that car rather than well, what you're talking. And that's, for. and that's the thing. It's like, it's like I'm not, you know, I'm not hurting to sell it. it. I threw it out there like, yeah, I'd sell it. And then now that I'm thinking like, man, you know, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm like, eh. I don't know because like you're you're telling me like what it take to replace it. In the yeah. same respect, my thought is like. Okay, but I like a little bit of variety. So if I if I had that cash, that would just stay in my car account. You know what I mean? It'd just yeah. be car money. But so so you do that too. That's funny. I totally yeah, yeah. do that. Like yeah, when no. I sold that Porsche 906 from Ford v Ferrari. Yeah. 
all that all that pretty much went into the car fund and that's what i used to buy future shock and i bought a really nice 63 turkis that's like completely original survivor car from california yeah yeah, um, which we, is an awesome car. But yeah, I do the car fund too. I don't, I don't dip into my regular money. We, we literally have a bank account that says Bill's car account because when That's I awesome. when That's I really sold cool. when I sold one of my cars, uh, I put the money into this thing, and then I said, well, I'll just move it over to here, and yeah. then this will be my car money, and then I'll just stay on yep. top of that. So. Um, and and I, honestly, like, I feel like that's the way that we can justify these crazy prices because it's monopoly money, dude. Like, it's not, it's, you know, yeah. I don't look it's at not it paying really the rent. as real money. It's, it, you know, it's, it's my car money. It's my fun money. Right. So like, you know, when I, as much as it hurts to like drop, you know, 20 grand on, on an oval that's not near perfect or whatever else, it's just like, well, I mean, it's just my car money, you know, so right. not a big deal, but yeah, I mean. I don't know. I mean, now I feel I'm, I mean, I'm sure we all feel this way, but now you almost feel like the old guy that's complaining because, you know, you used to run into the guys like, God damn, back in my day, you know, these were yeah. $50 cars. And now we're those guys saying yep. that like, geez, I would have never thought. I mean, what I paid for the Turkish car, you know, I'm more than in the green on. But I mean, you know, 10 years ago it would have been a fraction of that, yeah. which is crazy. Well, but and, it's just, and I think when we're talking like stock Volkswagens, I think a stock Beetle all original low mileage beetle. We're talking real money, real things changing has not not an anomaly at, at, at Barrett Jackson. Yeah. I think yeah. they're sub twenty thousand, anywhere from twelve to eighteen thousand for low mileage original cars, especially if you're like that you're there. I mean, I know uh, someone um, someone a friend of mine who's in the VW business, some gal called him. She says, I have a really low mileage 73 Beetle and I want mm-hmm. $30,000 for it. He continued to have a conversation with her for about 15 minutes mm-hmm. about, well, if you want to get that kind of money, you might need to take it to Barrett Jackson. I said, why did you say to her? She'll never get $30,000 yeah. for that yeah. car ever. Yep. And yep. you should have just popped her bubble right there because it's a, it's a 73. It's out of the market. It's great. It's got low mileage on it, you know, but yeah, you know, yeah. because you know, you always have the 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 challenge of getting a low mileage car, and do you want to drive it and put miles on it or no? Yep. Yeah. James and that's Brewer. why I bought this yeah. Turkish car because I had you know when we filmed the bug movie, I had the identical car, but it had nineteen thousand miles on it, and I did not want to be the guy that took it over nineteen thousand. I didn't want it to turn it to twenty, and so every time I drove the car. It was not an enjoyable experience because I'm staring at the odometer. Just sweat, okay, so so but I. Let me give you, you the, the the opposite to that. Burley Burlau, when I talked to him, he bought a low mileage 2003 or 2001 Mexican Beetle, mm-hmm. and it's now his daily. Like he's like, yeah. I wanted to drive a new bug, and so Good I started thinking. Awesome. I started thinking about my 03 Mexican bug, yeah. and I thought 3,500 kilometers. 3,500 kilometers on that car, that and, I may, and I may call her now that I got rid of the El Mexico. Yeah. And I might just do that. I might just start driving that bug. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. it's such a cool bug. I have the AC kit over at your place. Mm-hmm. Why not just put that thing on the? Ro- I mean, the only thing that really sucks about that car is the is the tranny gear because it's super high geared. But it'd be such a great car to cruise around. Yeah. I mean, super brand. super low, right? Yeah, they're super low geared. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Super low geared. Yeah, like yeah. it's like because yeah, like, you got your yeah, El Mexico my taxi is dude like fifty five miles an hour and you're screaming. The thing's <laughs> doing like forty five hundred RPMs. It's nuts. Yeah. yeah. Gearbox yeah, swap that's away. the only bad thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's matter of fact, I'm gonna after, after the podcast, I'm gonna text old girl and see if she wants to take X amount of dollars for that car. Yeah, and I'll see if I can buy it back. I love Mexis. We'll I, I was on a 
I was, was on a cool kick. Part. I was looking for an Ultima for a while, and I never could find one that yeah, anyone really wanted. Not to a sell. fan because the colors, like the powder blue and the beige, like nope. I don't mind the Aquarius blue. I, the Harvest Moon beige is not my jam. And the white walls, negative Ghost Rider. Yeah, negative. Yeah. But I tell you what, I do like. I really, I really like the one that I had because it was a it was a standard, so it was no chrome, blacked yeah. out window trim. So it was like, and the plate I had on the license plate I had on it said O3 Cal Look. That's awesome. And, and I it had was tornado, it was tornado red. Yep. Right? And I had it That's on a great color. And I had it on four lug cosmics. Nice. Nice. So yeah, it was uh it, it, I, a matter of fact, I'm after the podcast I might call and get that car back. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Now that I got some car money after saying like goodbye to the limo. Oh the limo goodness, is goodness. gone. Is and it here, gone? Did you sell here's it? the crazy part. Guy calls me from Texas, he owns a wedding chapel, and he wants the car for a prop car. He's so like, it's going back to Texas. He's, it's going back to Texas. Guy showed up here, nice dude from Texas, and he's like, "Hey, I want to buy the car. I'm driving to L.A. I'm picking up a Dodge minivan, and mm-hmm. I'm buying a photo booth machine. I'm coming back through to Texas. I'm going to stop in Vegas. I'm going to buy your car. I'm going to stop, get a trailer hitch, put on the Dodge Caravan, and I'm going to tow the bug back. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. And the dude shows up at my house <laughs> with a handful of cash, PayPal's me the rest of the money five minutes later, and I'm like. All right, it's your car. He's like, I can't get anybody to put a trailer hitch on this Dodge Caravan. Shocker. No <laughs> and, way. Uh, <laughs> and uh, those are rare, more rare than, than split windows or Dodge Caravan tow, tow rig setups. So long story short, he's like, can I just leave the car here and get it? And I just said, I told him, I said, there's a little bit of rust. The car came from, Little. you know, the car came from Little. Dallas, Texas. It's by the coast. Listen, oh, mm-hmm. it still has the original mm-hmm. Texas title. I gave it to them. They're going to be using it for a photo booth car. Like for, they, they have, they do weddings, and it's just like a. He bought a That's couple perfect. buses. He does photo booths and stuff in. So it's just basically they bring it there, they drop it off. It's a photo prop, and boom, they're going to vinyl she wrap a it. Driver. So he's not a driver. Um, that is so perfect. It'll pay for itself with you know. Oh yeah. Weddings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So That's awesome. So that's gone. So now I have. I have some car money, and I, I, and I really miss the Mexican bug. Some real weird reason. There was a white one for sale here in town, and I thought, and it's I called. Nowhere near as clean. And I called the guy, and I said, "Did you see it? Did you go with me and look no, at it?" No, but yours had thirty five hundred kilometers on it. It was like a brand uh, look, new this, car. This one was like, a ninety seven. It was white, but it was it wasn't it wasn't as nice as the Tornado Red. But what I was going to do was take this other Mexican bug, put it on white Fuchs, make a twin to my split window, and have like the newest one and the oldest one. And the oldest one. Right. Like, like one, bookends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, cool. but long story short, guy sold it. So it's game over. All right? No more. It's All gone. Right, get the tornado away. So we're going to see. I'll text. We'll keep you guys updated on the next podcast. Um, other than that, cool. I think we need to just wrap it up with a quick conversation about the car show that's going to be happening. The Let's Talk Dubs and the Wagon One Crazy Weekend is happening September 24th. Tori's going to come weekend. out too. It's checking yeah. out the square wreck. Tori, yeah, I know. Tori's I, I, coming I, I, out. Else. I got to come check out some Future Shock. He's and, coming and out to drive Future you know, Shock. We're out with it for sure. Coming yeah, out to drive Future cool. Shock. That'll be rad. You'd be out there, get to cruise a strip, get to be on the show. Since you're going to yep. be there, we might uh, get you a full center display, like get you all doped up and uh, and make it make it nice. So so you, you guys get Bob are, out here too. Get yeah, Bob to come out. I talked to Bob. Bob's trying to play hardball. And Bob's trying to be like, no, yo, bro, I'm coming out for something else. I said, whatever, bro, whatever. So <laughs> You're lost, bro. So um, that's going to happen September 24th. And the way it's going to go down, we're going to have two strip cruises Friday night again. Saturday, instead of having a citywide cruise, we're going to do a car show at the Orleans Hotel and Casino. There'll be a top 20 pick. There'll be a couple special category classes and possibly a cash class. Um we're going to we're planning on doing a toy literature show between the car show the car show will be a morning car show to early early afternoon and around 12 one o'clock and then it'll go to 
Um, it'll go to a toy and literature show that'll take place on the main floor of the casino in one of the areas where the where they used to have an, something else happening. Now they're going to do. Hall. Yeah, well, I, I think it's it's where the buffet oh, the used bar. to be. No, where the buffet used to be because no more buffets. Oh, get out. Yeah, no more buffets are done are in you Vegas. Serious? Yeah, COVID. Bye bye, COVID. Wow. Oh, yeah. No more buffets. What yeah. is Vegas without buffets, bro? I, I have no idea, bro. Vegas is very different. We're not really a buffet town anymore. We got five star restaurants everywhere now. So, yeah, exactly. They yeah. changed the Vegas. Uh, stuff. So it's got all bougie the, now. So they the are. toy and literature show. What I'm trying to get. I'm, I'm I'm working on getting some some people to show up. They got some good collections. I want it to be VW skateboard and BMX toy and literature show, so that guys oh, can get. Killer all their cool stuff. So that'll be the plan for that. That'll go from like one o'clock until four o'clock, one o'clock till five o'clock, possibly depending on how long. And then the poker run starts at six o'clock. So it'll be a couple hour poker run starting at six o'clock all over the Vegas Valley and cash money to the winner of the poker run. Green real deal. Dollars, dollars. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a good time. You know, it's a great time to drive your car. I'm kind of jealous that I put it on that I can't be in it because it seems like a blast to go cruising around. I know the feeling. Yeah. (laughs) That's what you get for providing people with a good time. But uh, yeah, so I'm excited for that happening. For you guys that are listening, you want to check it out, go to letstalkdubs.com. On the main page, you'll see where it says uh, one crazy weekend, 2021. Click on that. You can purchase your poker run. The poker run is going to be 50 bucks to get in. The car show is 30 bucks to get in for the, for registration for the car show. Um, and there'll be plenty of, plenty of prizes, stuff like that. We're, we're working some of the, some of the other things out right now to get some, uh, to make sure it's a comfortable stay for everybody and that we, it's going to be a good time in Vegas for a lot of people. So I'm excited that that's going down. I'm stoked that you'll be here and that Future Shock will be here. Thank you. Yeah, I man. mean, that there's just yep. add an, an, another layer of cool to the whole event. So um, I, I'm excited. And uh, I think with that, guys, I think we're kind of we're kind of wrapping it up, right? We're done. I think. I any, believe so. I think we're done, man. I'm, I'm jealous you guys get to go pick up the car in a, in a week and a half or whatever. But, uh, yeah, live stream it, man. I think we will. Sure. Yeah. I think the audience will love to see that that thing's coming back. No. That's insane. And, and you need, bought a and car and you've not seen it. Like you I haven't know, even touched it. That's insane, man. I've been do- I've been doing that a lot lately, but you know, if uh, you fly if, cheap, why don't you, you fly know. to Phoenix real quick? Check it out. <laughs> I know I should have, but um, and you get to meet Buddy no, Hale, like go see better. that shop. Like, I'd hey, bro, we, we'll coordinate a time if you want to. If you want to hop a plane and meet us down there and then oh, roll back yeah. to Vegas with us, we can make a round trip fly to Vegas, bro. Listen. Listen, you we're already know. calling your time off for work and everything. Just do it. That's it. Dude. Just call. Like, uh, you need I, me to, I trust you guys. We'll you need me to call on a bomb threat, bro? You need me to call on a bomb like there. Uh, <laughs> we'll make it a Let's Talk Dubs exclusive. How's that? That's I'll it. let you guys have that, man. No yeah, worries, man. I'll, I'll pay gas. Well, Tori, I appreciate you coming on the podcast today. And, yeah, brother. Good uh, George, talking to you guys. George T., good having you on as well. Always good. Nice yeah. to meet you, Tori. And you too, George. Don't you're, you're gonna, for- we'll be talking a lot in the future. I, yes, we I, shall. I, I suspect. Yes, so. and don't forget to support our sponsor for the show, VW Trends. Go to VWTrendsMagazine.com to get subscribed to VW Trends Magazine, the magazine that's bringing back the good old days of the magazine. So if you guys want to check out and help support the magazine that's for the people and by the people, go to VWTrendsMagazine.com. And with that, guys. Check out that quicksand busting it. Oh, check out the quicksand busting the very first <laughs> issue. You may be able to, I don't know if you can still snatch up some first issues, but if you can, get that quicksand busted. Oh, GT yep. put his hands on over there. So with and that, guys. Shannon Ray, man. That was so cool seeing her oh, on the yeah. cover again. That's so awesome. Yeah, for they, sure. They did a hell of a job with the first issue. I can't wait to see what's uh, what's in store for the future. Yeah. Some cool stuff. I'm looking forward to it. So you guys make sure you check that out. And with that, guys, later.
nice station wagon to have.